Hey guys, I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. Welcome back to Recording 2. Feels like it's been a minute, but it's only because yeah. Megan and I haven't recorded in a couple weeks. But so, you guys, you probably don't know any different. Yeah, it's been two weeks since we last recorded a podcast because if I'm guessing you guys could tell, um, we also mentioned on our Instagram that that was a pre-recorded episode. And it just ended up working out better for us because let's do a little catch up of what our last two weeks have looked like. So our dad had surgery because he had a herniated disc in his back, and that was on July 24th. So we had stuff prepared for like that week, like that was a normal week. But then the next week we were planning on eventually recording another podcast episode, but we got so busy with just, honestly, I don't even know what, like I think it it wasn't just like him. It was taking care of him, not really even like taking care of him. We're not doing that much. We just don't leave the house often in case he needs anything. But it's also like recording videos. We're kind of trying to stockpile those up. So that's been taking quite a bit of time. And we're in the middle of applying to PT school, as a lot of you guys know. So I don't think we just really like could find a solid like hour of time to sit down and record. Yeah, and and be quiet. The same thing is like we're at our dad's house. Like we just said, he's not here right now, which is why it works out great for us to record. But last week when he was really just out of surgery and needed a lot of help, like it just would have been a little more inconvenient to like oh, like, just don't mind us. We're going to go, like, upstairs, record a podcast for an hour or so. It just ended up working out better that we had that episode stockpiled because I think when we recorded the episode, we were, like, a little not sure if it was our favorite episode. You guys liked it, so that was still nice, but I think that was, like, not our favorite, so we decided to, like, stockpile it in case we needed an extra episode. So that is why, if you were confused about our highlights highlights. (laughs) um, last week, there was, like, our highlight was... Our spotlight. Sorry. Yeah, our spotlight was that we were going to the lake for 10 days. That was, like, earlier in the summer. If you follow us on Instagram, you were probably like, I thought you already did that because you were at the lake for so long at the beginning of July. And you're correct because we recorded that episode before that. Yeah, we probably recorded that end of June. So, pretty Just old episode. Um, but for this episode, we are going to be talking about how to have a positive mindset and just, like, all of the things that kind of challenge that. And we want to preface this by saying this is not a mental health episode. Um, I've seen a lot of people ask us to do an episode about mental health. And while I think that's a great topic, I don't think that Megan and I are great people to talk about it because we personally don't suffer from any mental health issues. We are very fortunate in that. And so I don't want to like try and talk about it if I don't understand it. We're just coming from a positive mindset and that kind of like healthy attitude from our own perspective. I do think it could be cool if Maggie would be down. I've never brought this up to her, but if she'd want to like come on as a guest again and like be able to provide that mindset or insight to you guys, I think that could be cool. I thought if we would have planned a little bit more ahead of time, like it'd be cool to have a quick little session with her in this episode, but we did not plan that out. And so if you'd be interested in that, and then if I also ask Maggie and she'd be interested, then maybe we could do something like that in the future. Um, So just let us know. But we're going to kick this off with our weekly spotlight. So I'll go first. I think that my weekly spotlight is just more of like something that I'm looking forward to, I guess. Um, In the next couple of weeks, I'm like a little bit stressed for PT applications, but then I also have like, we're going to the lake for the weekend real quick. And then we're also going to Kansas City with our grandparents. Also, side note, earlier, I think our first podcast, we mentioned our plan to go to Canada with our grandparents. That's not happening because we like never got got it planned in time. And then with our dad's surgery, it like Because our dad's surgery sense. was unexpected. And so it really kind of was a change of plans and just we weren't, we need to be a little like not gone for five days to a week. And so that's just 
So I Kansas think, City will be a quick little weekend trip. I think that'll work out better anyways. Um, and we'll just save Canada for next year, I think. Yeah. So my weekly spotlight is actually also not a super specific thing, but I'm just kind of like getting like in the back to school vibes. Um, we go back to school. Hopefully we move back in about two weeks because I'd like to be in Iowa City for a week before classes start just to like get things situated. Me and Sierra want to like, <laughs> I just thought of something. Do you want to bring something up? Bring you, girl, you, you guys have heard of Hot Girl Summer, right? Oh. <laughs> so this is mostly a joke. I think this is not serious, but it's still funny and whatever. So Sierra and I are going to have what we call a hot girl semester. <laughs> this is a joke. Also. This is a joke. It just we're using the name. So Explain basically it it's just my plan to have like the best possible semester <laughs> academically, socially, business I don't know what. Just in all aspects. So I have a thing where I like to make a ton of notes on my phone, and so I have like hot girl semester notes like, on my phone. We probably do this before going. I, I make like so many notes. We do notes and stuff like this before going back to school. Probably just like I feel like we did this last year, even like a little bit. So this year we just like have a name for it, and that's really yeah. all I'm saying with like the the whole hot girl semester. But basically, thing. I just have like plans for YouTube and how I want to stay on top of that. This podcast, um, and then school. Actually, I didn't write down that much stuff for school because I'm just, like, studying. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so other than that, like, I'm just getting ready to go back to school. I am too. I actually, this is probably the first year in forever where I've had, like, a list of things on my phone that I want to get, and it's kind of, like, related to back to school, but it just happens to be timed perfectly that my birthday is coming up so that if I want people to get me stuff, I have things that I can tell them, which never happens. start making a list. Or I'm kind of wanting to get an iPad, so maybe I'll just have them donate to the have cause. everyone pitch in some money. That's expensive. I think we're converting Sierra because you guys, if you do I was so know, jealous of Megan I all last semester. Do you have like an iPad my Pro notebook. simply because I decided to buy one at the beginning of the semester and Sierra didn't. And, you know, obviously she's like used it a little bit here and there and she's had to take notes like on a notebook and I haven't. So she's uh, going to switch, I think. Yeah, I'm just tired of Megan's always got, like, these fun little, like, review things she's doing on her <laughs> iPad, just, like, drawing on it, and I'm, like, on my notebook, just, like, mm. If you guys want to be know about if you should get an iPad Pro, we have a video where I review that and talk about how I take notes on my iPad Pro on Megan and Sierra, so go check it out if you want. I really like it, and I think that it's by far, like, the easiest way to take notes. If you, like, if you have classes that upload powerpoints then i'd recommend it if you don't then like still good but maybe like not as good also ipad is just like an add-on in our opinion to a computer i really think you need a laptop when people because we've also been asked questions of like if i'm going to college and i'm either going to get a laptop or an ipad what should i get like i I, think you could survive on an ipad like don't get me wrong i love my ipad pro i don't regret buying it but there's just things that you can do cannot do on an iPad that you can do on a laptop. Or maybe you could look into one of those PC little I'm just not conversion into types. I mean, I'm an Apple user, so I would yeah, not going to get especially with like editing stuff. and stuff. Anyway, that's off the topic that we're talking about, so all right. So, we're going to get into the bulk of this podcast, which is again, we're going to kind of go with the flow with this. I do have some bullet points, but if it's a little messy, I apologize. Our main hope with this podcast so that we can just kind of tell you guys how we try to stay positive, um, have a healthier mindset, and I don't know, anything else that we're trying to get across? Whatever you get out of it, you know, 
take it, take with it what you will. I don't know if that was the right way to say that. <laughs> we just want to start off first by kind of giving you guys some background about ourselves and how we feel like we've, I don't know, I'm just going to describe ourselves, I guess, pretty much. <laughs> so I feel like me and Sierra have both always been pretty positive people. Again, I don't know if this is so much like something you can train yourself to do or if there's I think some people involved. are definitely more naturally inclined to have a positive mindset. And, like, also I think that, like, nature versus nurture, nurture like, whatever your experiences are, kind of going to shape how you view the world. And so... But at the same yeah. time, I think that you can be in a negative mindset, but if you practice things like retraining your instant, like, response to negative events or how you're going to respond if something mm-hmm. negative happens to you, I think that is kind of how you start training yourself to change how you're viewing things, start looking at things with a different attitude rather than just, like, instant negativity. I also think that something Megan and I also have a knack for is patience, which I honestly mm-hmm. think that virtue in itself is, like, what greatly contributes to our positive mindset because I think a lot of the times people get angered easily when, oh, like, I have to, like, I'm just using this as an example, but, like, it just happens, so that's how I'm thinking of it. But um, we had to pick up my dad's prescription at his normal pharmacy and then... Like, he got one of his prescriptions, and then they were like, okay, the other one got sent to, like, this other pharmacy for some reason. And it's, like, literally so close to our house. Like, on our way back, the other pharmacy is, like, very close. But he's just like, that's so annoying. Like, how'd that get so screwed up, like, that it got sent to the other pharmacy? that was his initial response. And I was like, it doesn't really matter. We're not doing anything else right now. So, like, the timing isn't an issue. And, like, I think that the biggest thing is, like, we're probably going to say this podcast is, like, it doesn't matter. Or, like, even kind of going off of that, like, again, talking about patience, since that's what you just brought up, I can be at a restaurant, and, like, my food could honestly be taking forever to come out, and, like, I'm not saying I'm not getting slightly annoyed, like, especially if you're hungrier than, like, other times, like, you're going to be a little annoyed, but I feel like if you start projecting out and, like, sharing how annoyed you are, that's kind of, like, we'll get into, like, manifesting a little bit. I'm not, like, super into manifesting or anything, but, like, I do feel like all you're doing is, like, putting out that negativity is not going to get your food there any faster. Just, like, have patience. Sure, ask about, like, where your food's at, but, like, just, like, don't make sure you're not including, like, being rude to the waitress or waiter or things like that. Like, just, it's not a big deal, at least in most cases, I think, if your food takes a little longer. So, just, like, little, because on a daily basis, like, it's the little things like that that are, like, going to be contributing to having a negative mindset or just, like, having your first reaction be to complain or be frustrated and so that's why I'm kind of focusing on that first because that is mostly like that those are things that happen on a daily basis and it's not like those big giant things it's like waiting for your food it's getting I don't know I should have thought of examples before okay I kind of agree with that I think that's another thing where it's like the longer term stuff might be more attributable to mental health and like your state of mind with that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. but as far as like day-to-day positive mindset stuff it usually is like the little things that will either like make or break your day okay also sort of like ongoing I thought this was like when I saw this yesterday I thought it was like kind of interesting because I feel like it kind of relates to the topic of this podcast I don't know if you guys watch designated survivor but I'm like that's what this is in reference to and I'm probably gonna mess this up but there was something that they were talking about in the show Um, mostly talking about, I guess, like, how you don't know the outcome of things. Like, you don't know the purpose behind something. You don't know if something negative is going to end up being something positive. And so, 
I feel like there's always like a reason to like look for meaning in something or like knowing that you can learn from something, knowing that you can grow from something or maybe something good happens that you're thankful for that thing that happened in the past. So I'm going to say what it was saying in Designated Survivor. So it was something like um, the farmer's horse ran away and then the neighbor said, that's bad luck. And then the farmer said, maybe I, this is what it was saying. So like, this sounds kind of dumb, but then the horse comes back and it brings like another horse. So the neighbor's like, that's good luck. And then the na- the farmer is like, maybe. And then the second horse, this might, I'm kind of getting confused. The second horse or the son is riding. The farmer's son is now riding on the horse and the falls off. Horse? Yeah. And breaks his leg. And so the neighbor's like, bad luck. And then the farmer's like, maybe. And then the next day, everyone's drafted except for that son because he broke his leg. And then, yeah, you guys get the point, right? Things that happen that might seem like bad luck, maybe it's not. Maybe you just have to wait. Maybe you have to, like, and I'm not saying, like, that's getting a little into, like, manifestation, which I don't fully believe in. But I do think that any negative thing happens, your mindset needs to change from this is horrible, this is all like, half time too sure, feel bad for yourself. I'm not saying, like, ignore those feelings. Like, feel bad, be annoyed, frustrated, but, like, try to then, as soon as you can, flip to saying, okay, this is what I'm changing. I'm going to do this instead. This is what I'm learning from this, and now I'm going to be better off. And half the time, we get annoyed about things that we can't change or, like, they're stuck in the past. And if you can't change something, there is no point in being angry about it because, Like, you can either choose to be mad about it or, like, forgive and forget, move on. And, like, either way, it's not going to change what did happen. And if there's still some, like, thing in the future that can be affected by whatever happened, you can only, like, take the cards that you've been dealt and try and move on and improve what is going to happen in the future. Could there have been a better outcome if, you know, whatever happened, you know, would have gone the way you planned? Sure, but unfortunately, it didn't happen that way, so now you have to move on and Make things work. Okay, I'm going to touch on, like, the manifestation bullet point that I had briefly. I do, as far as, like, manifesting goes, I don't believe in, like, I can wish for something and, like, that thing, like, I could wish for $1,000 and, like, I'm going to get that $1,000 somehow. I don't think that's how it works, but I do believe that you should try to put out as much good energy as you can, be kind, be caring, spread positivity, like, things you should, you know, want to do. And try to minimize the amount of negativity that you're spreading. And then hopefully, not even that good things come back to you, but I feel like when you do that, you see the good things that are coming back to you That's that a good way to put it. other people might not realize. And so notice the good things and try to not ignore the bad things because I do think, you know, bad things happen. Don't just ignore it. Don't say like, don't like bottle that up inside. But I do think that you should... I don't know where I'm going with this. I I agree with that. I think your mind is filtering everything that you're getting. So, like, you get good and bad information or, like, good and bad things come to you all the time. But it's up to you to choose what you're going to amplify and what you're going to minimize. And, like, I'm not saying ignore the bad things in life. But I am saying you have to deal with it. Yeah, everything that happens to you and how you end up feeling about what happens is just based off perception. The exact same things could happen to one person like okay we've been spending a lot of time with our dad for the past two weeks because like we said we've been taking care of him not taking care of him he can do a lot of stuff on his own but we've been with him a lot and it's weird because overall I do think our dad is a positive person but at the same time little things get to him and he can 
pick out negative things and he like sticks to those. So for example, like yesterday, it's funny because our dad doesn't listen to this podcast. Yeah, so he won't know I'm talking about him. But he can like see one small thing and it's like just the minor, like it's a minor inconvenience, but because he tends to stick to those things and like he has this feeling that he's created for himself where it's like a little thing after another, after another, after another. And he's like, of course, like it just keeps happening. He's like, why is the world out to get me? And like, again, I, that sounds kind of weird because overall I do think he can like see large scale. I feel like with big picture things, he's like, I'm so lucky. I'm so blessed. Blah, blah, blah. But the like little the little things. things, he's like, why is life just out to get me? And so, you know, the same, like we've been with him for the past two weeks, the same things that he's maybe getting annoyed with, annoyed at me and Sierra have also maybe like the same things happening to us, but it's just like, you don't need to amplify the, that being an inconvenience or you being annoyed with that. Say, yeah, I'm annoyed and like, it Move just on. is what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. So don't, you don't even have to be that. positive about it. You can just be indifferent about it. Yeah. But being angry about it isn't going to help anyone. It's just going to like make your woo, make your <laughs> wood worse. Okay. Make your mood worse is what I was trying to say. Um, also when we started talking about doing this podcast episode idea, I did reach out to you guys on our Instagram asking for what you guys wanted us to touch on. And so I'm going to kind of hopefully get to some of those. Um, something I thought was interesting was someone brought up the idea of trying to be like, how can you be happy with yourself when you still want, know you want to like have self-improvement. And I thought that was kind of interesting because it goes back to the idea of knowing that you don't have to be unhappy with yourself to want to work on self-improvement because I don't think those have to go hand in hand. I think that there's things that you can know you need to work on, but there's you still don't have to be upset at yourself for not already having those things or achieving certain goals you want. Yeah, I would agree with that. I feel like the main, like the main context I think of this in is in like uh like how you view your body and like how you yeah, that was kind, kind of, of see yourself or like even well. just personal traits that you might not like, like about yourself. I don't like how introverted and like shy I am, I guess. So that's something that like I constantly just like, wow, I wish that would be better. But you know, those kinds of changes aren't easy to make overnight. Um, I also think kind of going off of this because it's like, how do you become happy with yourself? Because I do think that body positivity or like being comfortable with yourself and learning to your lo- learning to love yourself is how you kind of like start with yourself and then being positive, being happy and doing your best to have a healthy mindset I feel like becomes easier once you're like just being appreciative of like who you are and what you're capable of. And so I think just how I'd go about kind of sharing something for like if someone's on a journey to improve their health or like they want to be active and they start a fitness journey I think that it kind of goes hand in hand with where you need to focus on yourself first and knowing that you need to still learn to appreciate your body. And if you're trying to lose weight or something, it's not punishment. It's not something bad. Like you're doing it to better yourself. And so you are the same person and you have to like say, I appreciate my body for being able to do this. I appreciate myself for even wanting to better myself in this way because like that's a big step. Yeah, I was going to say like going off of that. You don't have to say, I won't, you know, be happy with myself until I get to, like, this end point. It's not That's never going, going to, happen. to happen. You can say, I'm so proud of myself for taking the initiative to start this journey, and I'm bettering myself every day. Also, I think it's important to point out, literally every single person, we're talking about, like, body stuff specifically right now, like, no one is completely happy with their body, probably. Even, like, I would say in general, Megan and I are probably, probably like, yeah, 
we're pretty happy with, you know, how our bodies look. But like on a day to day basis, that changes. You know, you might say, you know, I feel like a little bloated today or like I didn't, you know, My work out for the past disgusting week. today. Or uh, I have hair issues <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Um, but one thing that I have noticed is like despite like my body doesn't change that much day to day, especially like it's looked pretty much the same for like a year probably. Mm-hmm. But I've noticed that my mindset or like my outlook of how I view my body is so much different when I am exercising versus when I take an extended break because I feel like when I'm exercising like the rest of the day I'm just like look at me go like my body is capable of so many things and like my body doesn't look any different than it did yesterday when I was like upset about it. All right let's talk about self-confidence and do we think we have it? I think because I think that a lot of times people in other ways no. (laughs) A lot of times I think people assume if you're like just going and like being positive, being happy, having a positive mindset, like people do think that, you know, self-confidence comes with that. And I don't think that they go hand in hand, but I do think that, at least in my opinion, I feel like I am working to best become, you know, be positive, but also like try to work on being confident in myself. I don't know if they go hand in hand, but I do think, you know, I'm trying to better myself or whatever. I think I view myself as to I have some self-confidence but I also can see areas where I need improvement not that I'm failing but that need improvement that's like again just another way to shift how you're viewing things I'm not failing in this area I just need to improve in that area and that I can do stuff to help me out I think that how I view confidence for myself is that I'm confident like internally with like the type of person I am and I feel like overall like, I have the attributes that I, like, want to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that where my confidence lacks is obviously, like, outwardly. Yeah. You know, I'm not confident, like, to, like, hop up into a crowd and talk to a bunch of people. Like, that's just not it's like outside something I'm of our comfortable doing. Um, but, like, in terms of, like, how I feel about myself, I am confident in that. It's just mostly, like, I'm not, like, a confident person to, like, go and talk to a bunch of people, I guess. No. I mean, I feel that same way. Um, this is also, I think we've said this in a podcast episode before, but I truly think if you haven't done this, you need to try it out. We're talking a lot about getting comfortable with yourself and really like, it should be easy for you to talk to yourself. And if it isn't, I think that that's like a relationship with yourself that you need to improve on because I think you need to make sure you're honest with yourself, but also like you're not too hard on yourself and that you can have a reflective and like a reflective conversation with yourself. And on, I'm sure you probably do this without realizing it and maybe you can just like improve. I just feel like how I do it a it. lot. And so if it's not something you've tried or if it's not something you've focused on, if you're like someone that hangs out with your friends all the time, that's great. Like honestly, sometimes I'm probably jealous of you. But if you also like don't take the time to like I don't know, I wish I had examples of like what I talk to myself about, but I can like talk to myself all day long just like reflecting on And you need to be different comfortable talking to yourself. And like yeah, like, I'll have not even just, like, short, like, I know what I'm thinking conversations, but, like, I will talk, like, back talk and forth, to yourself. full conversation, it's and even weird. if I know what I'm going to, like, jump to, I, like, take the time to just, like, think through the whole process. I think that that's pretty much what it is, is just verbally processing everything, because when you think through it yourself, and, like, you can't just, obviously, like, I say this all the time, every time we talk about talking to yourself, you know what you're thinking, you know what you're gonna say, like, you know your opinions, on everything, but talking through it gives you that sort of, like, validation and, like, kind of like someone else is listening, or it forces you to justify your points and where you're coming from if you kind of pretend that you are talking to someone else. Mm -hmm. 
or at the same time of like focusing on positivity versus like spreading negativity I feel like negativity happens fast and like you can instantly be negative because it's reactive to a situation if you have to take the time to think through things I feel like it helps you look at things differently I feel like you can find reasoning um as to view things another way so it just forces you to slow down a little bit and I think that that is very helpful um so what I was going to say is like if you haven't done this I think you guys should try it out a lot of people hate exercising without headphones, so all I'm asking is for you to, like, maybe try it one time. But I am very comfortable going to a gym and having, like, if I forget my headphones, like, whatever. Not a big deal. Like, I've even, like, I've, me and Sierra work out together a lot, but also, like, I've done this without her there, too, and it still is fine. Because everyone else has their headphones in, so, like, no one's going to bother you anyways. But just, it's a time to kind of be with yourself. No one else is around you. You're already, like, in, like, a self-improvement mode working to better yourself so I feel like if there's anything on your mind it's just a good time to like like give yourself an hour to just talk about it and like don't just if you want to blast music like that's fine too I also like wear headphones at the gym I'm just saying that if you haven't tried it or you feel like you just could use some time to think through some things I think it's a good place to do it something I kind of wanted to add on to that was like I noticed that when I'm actually talking to myself like my lips will be moving because I'm like legitimately like <laughs> talking to myself yeah that's probably true Because I feel like there's a difference between, like, talking to yourself and then, like, thinking in your head. You can do either, but I just noticed I accidentally, like, will start, like, moving my lips. When I have, like, headphones in, too, I'll be, like, singing a song but, like, literally moving my lips. And I'm, like, no one else is doing that. Like, that's I find it kind of challenging to just, like, think in my head, honestly. (laughs) Do you always move your lips? I mean, if you do, it's not something I like. I feel like I kind of do, like, especially if I'm singing to a song in my head. Like, how do you sing in your head? I thought we went back to you just talking to yourself. I do, like, move my... I just kind of feel like I'll be, like, kind of, like... You know how you, like, look up when you're thinking? I'll mm-hmm. be, like, doing that and kind of, like, moving my lips, like, kind of saying what I'm thinking. I don't know if I do that or not. So that's hmm. interesting. I've never noticed you doing that, so... I feel like people have noticed me, and they're like, what they're like, are you what saying? Is she, were you saying something? They, like, no. get their headphone out, and they're like, <laughs> yeah. were you trying to tell me something? I feel like this is just kind of, like, a random comment because I wanted to bring it up earlier, but then I didn't. But isn't it so interesting with, like, we're talking about having a positive mindset, being confident in yourself, and, like, we all know there's people in the world that we like and dislike, you know? Mm-hmm. And you'd think that out of everyone in the world, you would most like yourself. Like, isn't that just weird? Yeah. Because you feel like you can just, like, change yourself to have the attributes be whatever you, you like. want, be whatever you want. But that is false. But oftentimes, we are our big- biggest critics. Yeah. Which sucks, but I think that it's very normal, which is why we're making this episode, because how can we change that? All right, this is going to be a harder one for, I think, me and you to answer, but let's try it out anyways. How do you stay positive when bad things happen? So bad I can be very relative. Like, there's little bad things that happen. There's really bad things that happen in people's lives, and so go ahead, you can start. I was going to say, I was going to, like, also bring this up earlier, but then I didn't. I just keep getting so scatterbrained. Um, I think that a lot of people kind of expect the good, and so when anything bad happens, then they're like, shoot, like, what's going on? I think that maybe staying at neutral, and then when good things happen, you just feel, like, really lucky. And then, like, when bad things happen, obviously, like, that still sucks. But, like, even shifting kind of, like, your baseline can be helpful in improving your mindset because then you'll learn to appreciate the good more and not just expect it. Yeah, but back to the question, I think that Megan and I have been very fortunate for most of our lives. We haven't had anything absolutely major 
you know, happen that's been Like, bad. I'll be honest, one of the hardest things that I've had to deal with, which again, just, I know this speaks to, like, how fortunate we've been, but, like, our dog Trice died when we were freshmen in college, so it was, like, last year, February, 20, February 2018, and so, again, like, we've, we're fortunate, our parents and grandparents, like, you know, <clears throat> they're all still here, and so, I'll be honest, like, the next day, you have to, like, make sure something like that happens, or, like, if you lose a family member or a friend, you have to grieve, like, you don't have to focus on being positive throughout something like that, but try to keep yourself busy, and, like, once you take time to grieve, you also have to, like, try and find ways to continue going about your daily life and not saying, like, and I'm emphasizing, take the time to grieve, but then you have to start going, like, back to your normal schedule, kind of. I don't mean to sound so blunt, but, like, life really does go on, and you can't just say, like, this happened, that's it, like, that's the end of it for me, I just, everything's gonna suck from now on, like, life is so much larger than that one event that has happened, so. And it's, you can know that, that, like, if you lose a person, or, like, if you lose a grandparent, like, you know, it's not going to be the same since they're gone, but you have to know that it's going to be still good, but different, and you have to, to kind of, again, shift your mindset to knowing, like, it's the circle of life. Like, as weird as that sounds, I know it's, like, you have to expect loss to happen in your life. It's going to happen. It's probably going to happen multiple times in your life, and you have to be able to, I don't want to say bounce back from that, because, like, that sounds, like, a little too <laughs> a little too instantaneous, but you have to know that you're strong enough to push past that, surround yourself with people who are also experiencing that loss and push each other to get through that. And I think also... Just knowing that if you did lose someone, that person would not want you to yeah. spend too much time, you know, grieving about them. They probably wouldn't want you to put things aside or on hold uh, because you're spending too much time grieving. Um, just know, like, that person, like, if they were here, they'd be like, you can do this. Like, pick yourself up. Also, a little story time. So, we are, we got the news that our dog it passed away on a Monday. That was weird. It was a weird experience, but it was a Monday night, and I was, like, so confused on, like, what am I gonna do? Like, am I going to class tomorrow? Well, because I think in high school, had I been in high school, I would have just skipped school the next day. Yeah. Because, like, whatever. It's high school. Um, but in college, it's different, you know? Like, if I had, like, a lecture class, like, sure, maybe I, like, could have skipped, but I think I ended up going to all my classes the next day, um, especially one of them that I had was, like, a lab, and it's, like, kind of required like I can't like I could miss it but it would have been like a lot of a work. lot of work to... and it really shows you that like when I was in class that was honestly probably when I was least upset or like most able to function because it really does take your mind off of like whatever bad thing that is going on and so I think it's a reminder to say like yes put yourself back out there get back into your routine because that's what I was gonna say you're going get back to into your be able to start moving on faster and kind of I don't know feel better and just like You'll be able to, like, be so much more reflective. And, like, time is going to heal the most. Um, closer to, like, when she, like, died, I was, like, f- crying every time, like, l- I left class. I'd be, like, in between class just crying because I, like, thought well, about like, it again. every night I'd be crying. And so, and that's just like, we'd both we be, like, in our bunk so beds. <laughs> we'd be in our bunk beds. Megan was, like, on top and I was on the bottom. Probably both just, like, crying, <laughs> thinking about it. But, we like, our dog it very much. Yeah. But it's, like, now, a year and a half later or whatever, it's, like, you can be reflective. I can, like, talk about her like, and talk about this without crying, and so time is going to be important, but also knowing that you have to surround yourself with people going through the same things. Me, Sierra, and Haley all decided to spend the night at our sister's, at Haley's apartment that night just to, like, be with each other, 
So I don't know if that helps. I know it's kind of like a weird scenario to bring up. What about any other like negative things that happen in life besides loss? I mean, or here's okay. This is, mm, I don't know if this is like bad situations, but like I'm kind of turning this into like stressful situations because those can also be like, those lead to a negative mindset. Yeah. So it's, you know, when is this going to be over? I can't wait for this to get done or like just anything like that. And like in college, the amount of exams you have, assignments you have, like there's going to be cycles of like just stress, stress, stress. Something that I notice myself doing is obviously I'm stressed out in those situations when I'm getting ready for exams or having big stuff going on. But it's like, I always tend to look at like, as soon as I get this done, or like, what can I look forward to after this is done? Because usually there's deadlines for those kinds of things. You have to put in the hard work beforehand, but then like time is going to keep going. That exam is going to pass. The, the deadlines are going to pass or like whatever it may be. And then like after that, like what are you looking forward to? So I like doing that. It helps me kind of like push through stressful situations, especially since a lot of our exams kind of come in threes. We'll be like, okay, we've got these next two or three weeks of like really hardcore studying and like staying on top of things. But hey, when our last exam is done on like Thursday, let's go see a movie or something. And we've so, done that a couple of times mm-hmm. where we like, we'll finish an exam and then like that night go do something. Yeah. And so just keep in mind, like things that are stressful are usually only going to be temporary. And so yes, it's going to be like stress, not stress, stress, not stress. If you don't kind of take advantage enough of the non-stressful period, I feel like, like if your mindset is to like, be stressed, not even like worry about like getting over the stress. And then like once you're in the stress thing, you're like, but I have like this coming up like super far away. Try to instead shift it like I am stressed right now, but look forward to right after it and then enjoy it. And then once you're getting close to like having some other deadline or stressful thing going on, you know, it's okay to be stressed. Try to find ways to best manage it and like still kind of create some balance. But then again, look forward to immediately after like, what am I going to do? How can I reward myself for getting through this. That's kind of what I like to do and it really helps. I think that another thing to remember is that stress can be positive or negative itself. I think we like to think it's negative and we think this stress is like acting on us and we're like kind of paralyzed and like I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And I think most of the time it's honestly a mix of procrastination because if we're stressed that we have a paper or an exam coming up, we are stressed because we haven't done it yet. We don't want to do it or we haven't studied as much as we should and we don't want to study. I think those two kind of play together in a negative way where it's like a mix of procrastination and stress. Um, But use that stress as a motivator to, you know, lay out an agenda of what you want to get done and get things done in a timely manner. And I think that will significantly uh, reduce stress. And like Megan was saying, unfortunately, it's just something that we have to deal with in life Mm -hmm. is stress. So learning how to best management and stay positive in the midst of it all is going to be very helpful in the long run. Yeah. Like Sierra said, like stress is, it's something your body does because it's, it knows you have to get something done. And so I've procrastinated a little bit before, before here and there, but try to use it as a motivator to say like, I'm feeling this way because my, like, I know I'm supposed to get something done. I know it's easier said than done, but that is my advice to you guys. All right. Someone else wanted us to talk about how to not compare yourself and kind of let your positivity, like, or, like, focus on negative things about yourself because of positive things about someone else. It's so much easier said than done. I think most things in this podcast are that way. Um, but one thing, like, you see this thing all the time where it's like, oh, just because, you know, a flower is pretty doesn't mean that a rainbow is also not pretty, <laughs> even though they're both beautiful. And, like, that's so cliche, but it is very true. Yeah. You know, someone's 
beauty doesn't negate your own. Someone else's, you know, accomplishments doesn't mean that you haven't accomplished something of a similar caliber. I think also it's difficult to not compare yourself, but at the same time, I don't think it's wrong to think highly or think good things about someone else. I think instead you need to focus on not comparing, but like thinking good things about yourself. What is something that you like about yourself? What are some personality traits that you're proud of for yourself or accomplishments that you've had? Because again, there's differences between two people. You don't have to compare like she has this or like I don't have that. It's like she can be just fine. Like the one person you're like thinking about, they can be just fine and you can also be just fine. You know, it doesn't have to be a direct comparison. Again, easier said than done, but I think it goes back to having positive self-talk about yourself, about what you think you're capable of, and just like building the relationship you have with yourself and like being comfortable with who you are. I think that another thing to remember is that we each individually compare ourselves to probably literally everyone that we see either on social media or that's like in our circle of friends. And we have to remember that we are one person. I cannot be, you know, my friend over here, she's got straight A's. My friend over here, she's like in so many clubs and I'm jealous of that. My friend over here has a really great job. And like, those are three different people with three different things that you're jealous of. You can't culminate everything that you're jealous of into one person. Yeah. Everyone's going to have different positives about them. Just like different different negatives. Yeah. Um, Also, I think this is interesting because someone brought up kind of like in relation to that, like a lot of times when you're doing the comparison of yourself to others, like now social media is a thing. And we talked about this briefly in our body positivity episode. You should go back and check that one out if you haven't. Um, and that's even more concerning because I don't know how many people, honestly, like normal people use Facetune. Um, I'd honestly like be kind of like I would be curious to figure out how many of the people I follow use Facetune. I never even think about it um, because I think like in terms of like does this person use Facetune? Yeah, like, so, like I would have even, no idea exactly. But like so many influencers are now becoming so open about like yes, I use it because I have to put my best foot forward and because like you know it's just part of the job. And I'm kind of like, okay, or just like, like, here's what I think. If you really care that much, like take an hour to like find your very best angle and then don't facetune that, you know? I just, like there still is going to be deception, but facetune really just kind of pushes it over the edge for me. It's because it's annoying to me because those same people that will preach about being comfortable in your own skin and body positivity will be like, but I still use facetune. But like, you're beautiful the way you are. But like, if I had you, I could probably like (laughs) shrink them up a little bit. Like, that's what they're essentially saying. I know. I remember, like, I watched a video of, like, a girl face-tuning her picture because I think she was, like, showing how she would do it. And she's, like, and again, like, if you, like, have these, like, insecurities or, like, whatever, like, you don't have to change them. But, like, I don't like that, so I'm going to change that. And so, (laughs) uh, it's just so And then you just see it by the end of, like, when you're done face-tuning and you you see this morphed version of yourself and then you compare it to the original and you're, like, ew, I look so ugly before. It just makes it even worse. For your mindset, like, ah, you're ruining it. And then other people look at that and they're like now they're having issues with like and they again, don't know that you you know facetimed your waist timed face <laughs> face tuned your waist to look so much smaller so they're like why is her waist so small why isn't my waist that small like it's just you have to be so careful about what you see because like i'll be honest i don't think that any of the people i follow use facetune but they could also just be really good at it you know you look at a picture and it's like wow they look really good like whatever you know you just do comparisons like that and then it's like 
I would be so shocked to find out that that was fake and that I was like kind of doing that mini comparison of myself like to that person because I don't think that I do a much of a comparison other than like a quick scroll and being like they look good in like that picture but imagine people that like obsess over that a little more and are still working on like not comparing themselves to others they're gonna like focus on it a lot a little more and then it's just frustrating if you use facetune please stop (laughs) we want everyone to stop using facetune the only time you can use facetune is if you're trying to whiten something because i have the facetune app on my phone i use it to whiten stuff sometimes hardly ever but it is on my phone and maybe if you have like one pimple that you don't normally have and that just ruins the picture for you then okay yeah i think that's the only time that i would say using facetime is okay otherwise reshaping your body is a no-go from me so i just took another look back at some of the responses we got to our instagram post on according to again if you don't follow that you totally should and then you can you're missing out in some episodes um someone mentioned something interesting about uh, so they asked, can optimism hinder realism? And they added more, but I kind of wanted to just focus on the first part of that question because I think it's pretty interesting. All right, so I'm guessing most of you guys know what that means, but just to clarify if you don't. So optimism is, you know, you always look for the good in things. You always are thinking, like, the best is going to happen. You're a glass half-full kind of person. And then realism isn't necessarily negative. It's just saying that you kind of like it is what it is it is what it is and you're not trying to be over expectant of good things to happen because sometimes like good things don't happen and that glass is just half empty and half full and it is what it is it doesn't matter I like to see myself as an optimist I think that in most things I do like to be positive and like look at things optimistically but in certain situations there there comes a point where you have to be like that's not realistic Mm -hmm. and then you have to say this is what's realistic. And then you kind of shift like mindsets a little bit. And I think that I go through that more of like an individualized scenario basis. And if things end up being like not an optimistic scenario, then I change. But I don't think I start with just being like a realist. Yeah, I think that how I go about those kinds of scenarios is pretty similar to what Megan just said. I always start out or I try to start out being optimistic. And I'll like ride that until I really can't. A good example of this is... I was football season last year. <laughs> I'm a very optimistic person. I like to start off the season by saying we're going to be Big Ten champions. I say for the past two seasons that we've been undergrads at Iowa, I start off by saying we are going 12-0 and this year. It's kind of a joke. It's, it's a joke, but I do, like, I don't have any other record that I'm shouting out. I'm saying we're you know, going 12-0. Why not? So like, prove me otherwise. Um, we start off being really optimistic and stuff. And I will admit, I was probably optimistic that we would have the chance to go to the Big Ten Championship a little longer than was probably realistic. But and then you know, got there comes unnecessarily a time, upset when we didn't go. <laughs> there comes a time, or there did come a time, where I was like, okay, yeah, we're not going to the Big Ten Championship. And then I was very upset. But so maybe if we had like a harder crash because we were being too optimistic in the first yeah. place. I was like trying to look at stats and be like, is it possible? Like. And it was pretty much like everyone was saying, no, I was not going. And I was like, but we could. Yeah. Is what you're saying. <laughs> um, or even like our freshman year when we played Penn State. I don't know. I just always like to say like, even though I don't even 100% believe it, but I'm like, we're going to beat Penn State. Like, that's oh just God, how so I go into the game. Sad. And then guess what? We almost beat them except for the last four seconds of the game. And so I, I just, go into every... I guess I'm kind of like, it doesn't hurt to like be optimistic. Yeah. I go to everyone like before every game, like Hawks are going to win. It's going to be a great day. And everyone's like, probably not. And I'm like, why not? <laughs> you know, I just feel like, like what, am I, what am I going to do? Go say like the Hawks are going to lose. Like that's no fun. 
Yeah. So I guess just stay in my positive opinion, until you like can't. Being positive like is more fun. And to like me. football's not the end of the world. So and so that's just kind of like an example of that. Like we literally like lost the Penn State game, and I was like, but we could still like win, right? <laughs> I was very in denial I about was like, that. There had to have been like something wrong with that. Like can we do like a replay or something. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, I don't think, maybe some people think it's annoying to be that optimistic, but, like, we almost beat them, so it's, like, it could happen. Optimism, wow, what? (laughs) What did I just say? Optimism's always just kind of, like, a fun thing. I don't want to say to, like, play around with, but, like, I can think of very few negatives to being an optimistic person, and then, like, when that, you know, realism sets in, you have to accept it, you can't just ignore it, but. Like, don't be just blinded by reality, like, know that. Like, you can't be... There comes times, there comes situations where, like, things are how they are, and there's not much you can do to, like, change the outcome or... like, or, make it look a little more happy. Yeah. Um, but again, that could be another good experience for, like, shift to realism, but then if something bad happens or negative happens, like, you can still learn to reflect from that experience. And that's kind of, like, what I would do in a situation like that where just, like, positivity isn't exactly an option anymore. Um, Yeah. I think that is going to do it for this episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. Uh, I think we kind of jumped around to a lot of different topics, but I think that's good because... I think we did so gracefully. (laughs) There's a lot of things that should be discussed when talking about our mindsets because our mind is a complicated thing. If you guys like this episode, make sure you guys, please, please, please leave us a rate and like write out your little rating or whatever it's called. I know. We've been lacking those, so please do it. So if you've been listening for a while and you have yet to do one, we'd really appreciate it. Um, You could also do the star thing, but we'd love when people write stuff out. And subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. And follow us on Instagram at According To. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye!